Welcome to another episode of the Bottom of the Stream Movie Show. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. It's the world famous Bottom of the Stream Movie Show. It is indeed. We are on our never-ending quest to trawl the Bottom of the Stream on Netflix and try to find some diamonds in the rough, some hidden gems, some hidden pirate gold, if you will. <laughs> indeed. Why not? And sometimes we do. And Most sometimes of the times we don't. It's just an absolute shit sandwich. <laughs> Shit porridge, that's what it is. Yeah, quite. <laughs> so this week, we went, we dived down to the bottom of the stream and we came back up with a film called The Trip, um, otherwise known as Ayondi Dega, which means in bad days in Norwegian, because this film is from Norway. Yeah. Uh, it was released in 2021. It's a little baby, it's a little baby film. film. Uh, it's uh, 15, it runs for 1 hour and 53 minutes, so not a little baby film. <laughs> and it's currently rated at 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb. Yeah. High. I mean... High for us. It is high for us, but it's got a certain calibre to it. Yeah. In both, you know, we've got a director who's got good form historically. Yeah, absolutely. There's a and budget got, here as it's well. It's got Numi Rapace in it. Yeah. She's a proper, proper star. Yeah, 100%. It's got. There's a budget here. There's there's money's been spent on this film. Yeah. To make it look like it looks. Yeah. But it, the name, the trip, is right because this film is a trip. <laughs> the, the, it doesn't make any sense to the film, but there's. Well, a, they're on a trip. They're away from home, aren't they? Okay. It's, it's a. It's In a, bad it's days a, is a better name. Yeah, it is. This is a, a a basic lazy title for the English speaking. Yeah. Viewer. Yeah. You could have done better. And, and then I always think, like, when when this sort of thing happens and you've got a director who has directed English language movies. Yeah. And he's decided he's his movie is called In Bad Days. Days. Has he signed off on, oh, for the, for the English, we'll call it The Trip? I don't know. Or who does the studio decision? get to decide that? And Who makes that decision? Yeah. I don't know. Is that the sort of thing that leads to arguments? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, like Nick just said, this film stars Numi Rapace. Um, she plays a character called Lisa. Uh, she's appeared on this show before. She was a star in What Happened to Monday. Yeah. She played seven characters she in did. that film. Uh, most famous probably for the Girl in the Dragon Tattoo. Film. I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also stars Axel. Oh, well, she was in the Alien, the newer Alien movie. Yeah, she was. She? Yeah, she was. Also stars a guy called Axel Henny. He plays Lars. Most famously, he was in The Martian with yes. Matt Damon. Matt Damon? Yeah. Yes. And the Cloverfield Paradox. Okay. He's in that. I love the Cloverfield films. He's in that. Um, direct, written and directed by a guy called Tommy Vercola. He, dire he directed What Happens in Monday. It's he his did. second appearance on Bottom of the Stream. And most famously, though, he probably is most famous for directing Dead Snow 1 and 2. Yeah. So he got his start, made his name, his if you will. Yes. Very famous horror films. Do you have a one-word review of The Trip, Nick? It's just a lovely weekend away. <laughs> Okay. I wouldn't call it lovely. But <laughs> yeah, it's a weekend away. <laughs> you can just say no some weeks if you want. No, I don't want to. <laughs> uh, where does this film start, Nick? I did nearly have a, a p play on words involving Numira Pace's last name and then decided it was not fit for broadcast. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I get it. We'll get there. <laughs> where does this film start, Nick? Uh there's a couple in bed. There is. And oh my days, there's a bombshell dropped. <laughs> because the lady of said couple yep. reveals to her husband yep. 
that she has been having an affair with his brother. Yeah. But his brother's dead. Yes. Also, she's pregnant. Yep. And it's his dead brother's baby. Yes. We pan back <laughs> and we're on a TV set. Yeah, we're on a film set. You could tell straight away because yep. this is this is like... You, you knew you, you were knew, on a, a yeah. soap opera type Days of Our it Lives. Was, it's like we're on Norwegian Days of Our Lives. Yeah, it was Norwegian soap opera. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're, we're on this set because our main character, Lars, is a director. He's he is, a TV yeah. director. And he's making the show. He's happy with it. He tells the act, both the actors in that scene that he's happy with that scene. That's I think it. he's mainly just because he's bored and he wants to go home. Yeah. Um, uh, although he he stops his actress, doesn't doesn't he? On yeah. the Way out, and she's like, "Well, I want some feedback. How's my performance? Yeah. All this sort of actory stuff." Give me give me some feedback. Uh, and Lars says, "Oh, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this. I'm going away for the weekend. Yep, with my wife, who my I'm, lovely wife, Lisa. who I'm very happy with. Yeah, and she's told me that while we're away, she wants to do this hike. Yeah, but it's really dangerous. Yeah, you know, she wants to do it on her own, and it's it's." I just, just wanted to let you know it's it's, it's dangerous. dangerous. And the, the actress is like, well, what are you telling me? Yeah, okay. He's very deliberately telling her this. Yeah. Yes, he is. Um, then he goes, he leaves the set, he goes to see his dad who's in a retirement village, yep. retirement home, and basically tells his dad exactly the same thing. He does. His uh, dad's a real caricature, I find. Because yeah. his dad was like, oh, fucking all young people, you're shit. Yeah, basically. You know, uh, you, need, to, you need a good war. He did that, actually say that at yeah. one point. He's like, that, you're the first it, it generation. It is a caricature, but I have known people like this. You need a good war. That'll sort you out. You know you a what man. a real strife is then. Yeah. Right. Oh, oh, by the way, get a real job. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's all like that, isn't he? Um, but he, he tells his dad the same story. They're going up to this cabin. Yeah. Lisa said she might want to do this hike on her own. It's quite dangerous. Yeah. And at this point, you're like, well, he's obviously going to kill his wife. Yeah. <laughs> we already know this by sure. two minutes into the film. Um, then he goes to a hardware store just to confirm the fact that he's going to kill his wife. He buys rope. Buys a rope, a hammer, and a saw. Yeah. Uh, goes home. Goes to pick up Lisa because they're going straight away. Um, Lisa's friend is just leaving as he gets home. Yes. She walks past him and says, enjoy your hunt. Have a nice hunt. Yeah. So and uh, at that like, point, you're he like, doesn't he doesn't click. acknowledge it at he's all. Like, but that's, uh, that's the point where we're thinking, oh, Lisa's maybe planning the same thing. Um, then there's some lovely drone shots I've written. Oh, beautiful. Mm. Absolutely beautiful scenery, as you would expect from yeah. this part of the world. So we've, we've, it's a montage of them traveling to this yeah. cottage, um, cabin in the woods. There's some like pretty cool Norwegian rock music going on. I quite like the soundtrack to this. Yeah, it's got a good soundtrack. I have a Nick pick at this point. Okay. What's your <laughs> Nick pick? My Nick pick is that on the lovely drone shots, they're on the road on their own. Yeah. And then when you cut back into the car, there's a car following them. Oh. And then you go back on the drone shots and there's oh, they're on the road. It's a good nick pick, I thought so. <laughs> um they look like they absolutely hate each other. They you can tell by their acting that they're not fans of each other. I I, I think this is a compliment. Yeah. But these two fucking stress me out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Is it is like when my kids are having a bad day yeah. and they've spent too much time together <laughs> and you're just like, you can see it brewing, bubbling under the surface and brewing and then something, it could be a tiny little thing that sets it off eventually. Yeah. Everything just explodes. Yeah. I th and I think this is a compliment because that's exactly what these characters are supposed to be doing. Yeah. 
they fucking hate each other. They they do, and you I'm can very see sweary it. today. I don't know why. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Um, he, she, they they argue a lot in this journey, but eventually she's like, she calls she calls him an amazing director. Yeah. And they, and she says, we both know that's bullshit, and then start laughing. So they, yeah, there's, there's she, something still there. She's like, you're a shit director, yeah. and he's like, well, you're you can't yeah. get a job. Yeah, you're an actress who can't get a job. You just do erection adverts or yeah. whatever. And then they arrive at the cab- at the cabin, lovely little place in the woods. Sounds like a lovely place to go on holiday. Um, yeah, lakeside, no less. Yeah, very much so. Picturesque. Yeah. So we get a bit of a, another montage of them settling in. There's a yeah, settling they're, in they're montage. Kind of doing a bit of tidying up. Yeah. And again, for the eagle-eyed viewer, not all is well here. No. Because the alarm is disabled. Yeah. And there's cornflakes on the floor. Yes. I was like, is that girl from uh, Eight Remains been here? <laughs> you know, the one who just mainlined cornflakes. She for overdosed like on cornflakes, didn't she? Um, randomly at that point, Lars goes out to cut the grass. Yeah, yeah. Doing some maintenance. As soon as he gets there, he starts some maintenance. There's a whole, there's a habit in this film of, maybe it's another Nick pick, of dropping in something that comes back later on in the film. He does say it's his dad's cabin though and no yeah, one yeah, yeah. gets up there as, he does. as much as they used to. The lawnmower becomes relevant yeah, later on. Yeah. The conflict's on the floor. because There's a lot. It's Chekhov's lawnmower. It, it is. It's exactly what it is. Even at one point says, nothing's going up my ass this weekend. Yeah. Something. No, no, uh, no spoilers, but something goes up his ass this weekend. <laughs> His favourite sweater's missing. Yes. Which I thought was not... It wasn't weird that his sweater was missing. I thought it was weird that this man has a jumper that he only wears... When he's in that cabin. When he's on this, at this cabin. So I think that's got fine. a kit. You have like a holiday attire. You're like, you become this guy when you're on the holiday. No, I d- I d- okay, I thought it was a bit odd. It is a bit <laughs> odd, but I kind of get it, I think. Uh, but basically, they disagree on absolutely everything. They One says... One will say this is black. The other one will argue that it's white. Yes, yeah, so they, they argue about that. cooking, don't they? Yeah. Because Lars is very particular when it comes to his cooking. He's cooking them a nice steak, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's like, you're cutting the mushrooms too thick. She's, yeah. she's like, why don't you just, just, that's too much salt on the steak. Yeah. And then he won't touch it because he's really squeamish. Yeah, he can't touch raw meat. So, so he, she just like picks it up and slams so, it. Yeah, because he's trying to pick it up with two forks yeah. and he can't do it. And The guy is, neither of them are likeable. No. But he's a, he's a, drip this guy Zaz is really unlikable yeah yeah I, it might end up being one of my main nitpicks with this movie <laughs> how I, unlikable these guys are yes i feel like lisa was a little bit more likable than lars yes but i agree it is an issue with the film that you just don't care about them you just don't care what happens to them because they're both not good people yeah uh, yeah yeah um then they play some scrabble yeah, they argue about that. They argue about that. On, I don't know. You wouldn't have noticed, but on the IMDb trivia, I read that the two this, they're playing it in Norwegian. Obviously, it's yeah. a Norwegian film, and the words "dead" and "snow" are on there. Oh, cool! Which I thought was quite cool. Cool. Um, she then says, before they finish their game of Scrabble, she's like, "Right, well, I'm going to bed," and he's like, "Okay, we'll finish this tomorrow." It's not like it's Monopoly. Scrabble game don't last that long, do they? No, he says, "Do you want me to put it away?" Yeah. Or are we carrying on in the morning because you're miles behind? Yeah. And he's like, even though he's a, he just has to rub it he in. Just has and to he's be just, a twat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next day, we wake up the next morning. He's he's out with a duffel bag. Yeah. Collecting some rocks. He's picking rocks. Picking rocks as you do. <laughs> She's having a relax in a hammock. Um, She's learning lines because she got an audition next yeah, week, yeah, hasn't yeah. she? When they get back home. He takes his bag of rocks and puts stashes them on the boat. Yeah. There's a boat on the lake. And then he goes and unpacks his rope and his saw and his hammer. Because he's up to something. 
Yeah. Clearly. She's, she kind of twigs him picking up rocks and she's like, what on earth is he doing? Um, then he has a few drinks. There's a bit of uh, vodka for courage. Yeah, he's in the kitchen. Yeah, he takes a couple of uh, couple of short ones, uh, and and you hear Lisa sort of say, "Lars, I need some help." Yeah, come, come in, and come in here. So he's got the hammer with him. He's got this massive claw hammer. In his he's hand. got his Dutch, uh, sorry, his Norwegian courage. <laughs> um, so she do he does. She calls him in. He follow, he goes into her. He sneaks up behind her. And she's, got, she's like pottering, pottering around, around on a table, doing something. It? Yeah, and Lars That's raises right. the hammer. Yeah, because he's about to murder his wife. And. I thought the score was very good here. Yeah. It really ratcheted up. Yeah. And he goes to striker. Yeah, His absolutely. arm starts to move down. Yeah. And fantastic reflexes from Lisa. Yeah. She spins around and she tasers the living fuck out of <laughs> She Lars. really does. And it's your first real comedy moment in the film because the way he takes it is very humorous. It's very... He's like, Whoa! yeah, it is very cartoony. <laughs> it is. It's like um, Wiley Coyote. I was going with there. Marv in the Home Alone. Home Alone. Yeah, yeah, it is. When it the, is the, very the, Home Alone. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she tases him, um, and when he wakes up, he's tied to a chair he in is. the lounge in the kitchen. He cannot move. He can't move. He's tied to the chair. She confronts him. She's like, "Why on earth have you got this massive hammer?" Yeah, he says, oh, "I was going to fix the roof." Roof. Yeah, I was going to fix the shingles on the roof. Um, but she's seen the ropes. She's yeah, seen she, the rocks. Well, she, she presents them on the table. Yeah, she knows she says, exactly why have you got is. a rope? Why have you got yeah. a sword? And then she goes out and fetches a shotgun. Yeah. She's like, I've got this shotgun. And she guesses his whole plan. I liked this bit. Yeah, I She did. then just basically stands in front of them and says, I tell you what you're going to do with all this. Yeah. And absolutely just reads his plan out she to him. Nails his plan completely. Yeah. Exactly what he was going to do. And she, she even says, I know you were picking rocks. You were going to drown me in the in the lake. Yeah. But he, she says, the only thing I've not figured out is what the saw's for. Yeah. And he's like, well, I was... Because he doesn't admit it straight away, but then he's, he, once she gets it, he's yeah. like, well, I was going to cut you up because it'd be easier to tie you down under, underwater. And she just creases with laughter. <laughs> she bursts out laughing. She's like, you, you can't even pick up a steak and yet you're going to saw me up into pieces and bury me in the lake. Um, she wants to know his motive. Yeah. She's like, why would you want to kill me? I want to kill you, but why would you want to kill yeah. me? And he calls her a two-timing whore because... She's been sleeping with... She's been sleeping with... Uh, she, well, he accuses her of sleeping with Diego, Diego from acting classes. Yeah. And she doesn't hesitate at all yeah. and says, yeah, fair cop. She didn't know that he knew, <laughs> but she completely admitted it. Um, she says, well, you 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 know, I've got to because you're like Mr. Two Pumps and Fall Asleep. <laughs> yeah, she's not nice to him. Um, and then she tells him her plan. So she's like, this is what I was going to do. Yeah. It's much more clever than what you were going to yeah, do. We're on a hunting trip. Uh, we get a bit of a flashback to her telling her mate earlier, the mate that she was that was at yeah. the house, what exactly that they were going hunting. So she was planting that into her head. And he was, she was going to accidentally shoot him while they were out hunting. Yeah. So, and he calls her a horrible actress. Again. Yeah, he says the only reason that wouldn't work is because no one can't fucking believe, believe you because you can't act. Um, the argue a lot more they call each other talentless a lot um it was a good scene this across the table it was yeah they were just across the table like we are now just barreling at each other it was great um and she eventually hits him in the face with the stock of the shotgun just as she's about to shoot him he she gets hit on the back of the head by a spade yeah because another dude walks in yeah see and it's there who it's a guy who we've just seen in the flashback it's their gardener slash handyman handyman dude i i'm confused at this point by the tone of this movie because it's not really gone comedy no yet 
But there's been a couple of little hints. And I think when this guy turned up, this the third player yeah. to this game turned up, I think that marked quite a shift in the tone. Yes, and we did I agree go. With that. Certainly for the next ten minutes or so while he's in it, it's it's a lot more comedic, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it it there's lots of different types of comedy and this film lurches between all of them. Mm. So at some points it's dark comedy, which is probably where we've been so far. Yeah. Then it goes really juvenile comedy at parts. Yeah. Then it's just dark at some <laughs> parts. And it doesn't quite know where it sits in the comedy lexicon. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. It's it's not... It, it lurches, it does it? It does. The tone is all over the place. Anyway, we meet this guy. This guy's called Victor. Um... She he bashes Lisa over the back of the head. Lars says, "What took you so long?" As if he was expecting yeah. to be there the whole time. Uh, and then we get a cut to five days earlier. Yes. And basically, Lars is he has a plan. He's telling the gardener a pl- his plan. He needs the gardener on board because he couldn't do the cutting up a bit himself. Yeah, he says, uh, "I'll kill her." Yeah. Uh, but I need you to cut, cut her up. up. I can't do that. I'm too yeah. squeamish to do that. Uh, he says that our life insurance, her life insurance, is worth one million kroner. Yeah. And I will split it 50-50 with you. Yeah. If you do If this. you help me out. So um, that is the plan. That is the plan. Now we are back in the we're in the basement this time and now she's tied up to the chair. So there's a lot of scenes in this film where people are tied to a chair. Yes, there are. <laughs> it happens a lot. Um she's now tied up to the chair in the basement. Uh, Lars wants to know why she wants to kill him now because he she knows why he, I'm going to get well confused now. <laughs> he knows her motive. She knows his motive. Yeah. He wants to know her motive now. Um, and he says, you're an irresponsible gambling addict who's talentless garbage. That's yeah. what she describes him as. Um, and she says, we're two months from losing everything. Yeah. We've not gotten any money. If, if things keep going the way they are, we're going to lose everything in two months. Yeah. So you need to go because I need your money. She wants the life insurance. She wants the life insurance. They both wanted each other's life insurance. Uh, Victor confirms again out loud. This is he's here to cut her up. Yep. Victor. Uh, Victor has no filter. No. He, he says I'm getting five hundred grand for this. Yeah. And that makes Lisa's eyes light this up. This was a nice. It was a really clever scene. A small twist. Yeah. But really effective. So I thought. Victor's really, really drove the story. This, Victor's this really on Lars's side. Yeah. This yeah, is yeah. is Lars's assistant. Lisa with a one line flips that because she says, "My life insurance policies were three million. Yeah. And that triggers Victor to go, what the fuck? Why am I only getting half a million? And just as she says that, Lars sticks a rag in her mouth so she can't talk anymore. Yeah, and then Victor says the shotgun on Lars and says, whoa, whoa, I'd quite like to listen to what she's got to say now. Yeah, exactly. And then they start a bidding war to try and get Victor's assistance. So they're both offering him more and more money to the point where eventually he's getting all the money at one point. Um, Lars twigs that. He wrestles him for the gun eventually. There's a a man scuffle. Yeah. Lisa manages to break free. She pulls her arms out of her restraints. Um, Lars and Victor are having a scuffle over this shotgun and it eventually ends with Victor getting his hand blown off. Yeah. He puts his hand over the barrel of a shotgun, which he just don't do. And Lars spots that and pulls the trigger. Um, Victor at this point gets up. He's like, right. Well, this is over. I'm going to hospital now. Yeah, he sort of so makes like, a run for it. He makes a run for it. And everyone's panicking. Everyone's There's panicking. A There's blood. a lot of commotion going on. There's a lot of chaos going on. Lisa's screaming. Uh, Lisa Lars says to Lars, do something. Do something. Stop him. Stop him. So he's, Lars, he's gonna, we're going to be in trouble. Lars stops him. Yeah. He sh- shoots him. 
with the shotgun from behind. And this was the first bit of real slapstick. Yes. Because he shot him and the guy flew down the corridor, I smacked his head on the door frame. I laughed. Yeah, me too. I laughed, properly laughed yeah. at his death. And I don't laugh at films very often, as we know, but it really made me laugh. Because it came out of nowhere. He's like wheeling down the corridor yeah. like he's been like he's been he's pulled he's by Vector. His head on the door frame. Yeah. <laughs> but Victor's done. Victor's dead. Victor is our first body in this film. Um, uh, Lisa's like, what the <laughs> hell <laughs> what the actual did you do fuck? that for? <laughs> yeah. And you, he says, you told me to. Yeah. She said, no. I said, stop him. <laughs> you he didn't say, say murder the guy. <laughs> yeah. And then, well, Lars, Lars is like, well, I've killed one now. I might as well kill you. Yeah. He turns the shotgun on her. Shoot. Pulls the trigger. Pulls the trigger, yeah. Um, it doesn't go off. Because he's just shot someone. Yeah. And that's and how shotguns work. Yeah, there's only two bullets in the shotgun. Or two shells in a shotgun. So he hits her in the face instead. Um, she grabs a knife from the kitchen and manages to stab him through the foot, which doesn't appear to have any ill effects on him for the rest of the film. No, yeah, that's a good point. Because <laughs> he takes quite a beating and the foot's never mentioned again. There are... A few superheroes in this film. Yes. <laughs> there, there's, there certainly are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the first one where I was like, he's not even limping at any point during this film, but he has just been stabbed through to the point where the knife sticks him to the floor. It's gone all the way through his foot and into the floor yeah. and he can't get it out. Um, then they're fighting all around the house, just like basically beating the crap out of each other. And they end up in the bedroom. They do. And they're both wrestling over this shotgun. Who can get the shotgun? And the, the shotgun goes off. Yeah, while she they're fires into the ceiling. Into the ceiling. And then the ceiling screams. Yes, it does. <laughs> they're like, and they both stop suddenly because they're like, what the fuck was that? Somebody is in the roof of this house who's just been shot. And then all of a sudden, three people fall through the ceiling onto them. They do. So the ceiling gives Knock way. And they are unconscious. Lisa and Lars are unconscious. And we've got three guys standing above them who have just been in the ceiling for some reason. Yeah. Uh, and then the movie cuts and we get another... Um, caption on the screen three days earlier yep uh, and we have got now if you were eagle-eyed yeah i don't know if you would spotted this i did spot this when lars was talking to his dad i did spot this in the uh, care home there was we didn't hear it nope but there was definitely a news bulletin on the tv because the mug shots of three criminals yep. were displayed correct that just so happens to be these three people yeah. who have fallen through the ceiling. Yes. Uh, and we are now seeing them in a flashback running through the woods. Yeah, basically. This is Roy, Peter and Dave. Three very Norwegian names. Yeah. Uh, they're running through the forest. They've got prison uniforms on. It's um, just a travelling montage. Yeah, basically. Them escaping. It's them trying to escape from wherever they've escaped from. And they stumble upon a cabin that is deserted. There's uh, nobody there. Just before that, Roy eats a load of berries. Oh, he does. Yeah, hungry. that's, that's right. And the other two say, "What are you eating poison berries for?" They could be anything. They could don't be anything. Eat don't eat berries. No, the first thing you learn as a child is don't eat berries from yeah. a tree. Um, but they stumble on this deserted cabin, so they go in. They Roy disables the alarm. Roy disables the alarm. If they look, it looks like it's going to do something really techy. Yeah. And then he just hits it with a rock, and yeah. the alarm goes off. Then he starts eating cornflakes from a box. So we know now we're in the same cabin. They get changed. They have time to get changed yep. out of their prison prison uniforms. Uniforms, and they, uh, but that's it. Yeah, because then we've suddenly got Lars and Lisa. Yeah, they're, they're like we'll, we'll stay here for a few days, regroup, get our acts together, yeah. eat some food, and then we'll be off. And then as soon as they say that, Lisa and Lars show up, so they have to escape to the attic. Yeah, and they hide up in the attic, 
Um, that night, we stick with them for a bit. That night, Roy's in the attic with them. They're all trying to get some shut eye. And they watch. We we see a couple of scenes of them watching Lisa and Lars yeah. through the floorboards. Yeah, as they're going about going arguing around, and doing all watching this them stuff. get changed that yeah. sort of thing. Roy has an upset stomach. He does because he's eating these berries. He basically shits on the floor. Yeah, the <laughs> he drops trow, shits on the floor in the corner of the attic. The other two are like, "That's disgusting. That stinks." Yeah, and I'm now like. Well, this this is a this has taken another turn. We've gone juvenile all yeah. of a sudden. This is like juvenile teen comedy. Next morning, they're still in the attic. It still stinks. There's still shit all over the floor. Yeah. Um, suddenly they hear a commotion going on. Oh, we see Victor arrive. Yeah, we do see Victor arrive from their point of view. So we we know where we're at in the timeline now. Then they hear a commotion going off. Um, they can see the guys fighting in the bedroom below yeah. them, and then suddenly Roy gets shot in the ass by a shotgun. Yeah. And screams, falls over, cracks the floorboards, goes straight through the floorboards yeah. with the other two guys. And we're back up to date. Um, Cut to the basement. Now Lisa and Lars are both tied up on yep. chairs. So, so far we've had four people tied up on chairs. Uh, Dave. Yep. Says. Dave's that, an interesting character, isn't he? Yeah, he really is. Uh, says that he recognises Lisa. Yeah. He's like, were you on that Viagra ad? Yeah. She, she was. She's kind of like, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I was. Thanks for recognising me. Um, uh, and and suddenly Lisa and Lars start arguing again. Of course they do. Uh, and Peta tells them to shut the fuck up. Yeah, Peta's like the leader, isn't he? Yeah. The de facto. He's so the Peta older leader, one. He's the older. He's the biggest one. Yeah. Um, and it turns out they're on the run from prison. They've escaped from prison. They've hiked through the forest for two days. Yeah. And they're after cash. They he want says, cash. "We found a few hundred in your clothes." Yeah, there's a thousand we found in one of the sinks somewhere. In sinks, <laughs> one of the one of the cabinets somewhere. Have you got? Is there any? Is more there cash? any more cash anywhere? And we'll give right. us some cash, and we'll, yep. you know, we'll we'll be on our way. Um, Lisa tells them where there is some more. She says there's two thousand more somewhere hidden in, the, somewhere somewhere in the something. House. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Dave reveals that he's quite horny. Oh yeah, he keeps like all the way because when even when they're attic, he was like giving himself a little rub. Wasn't yeah, he? he's uh, he's been in prison for years. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's a horny boy. Um, and and this and Peter says, well, exactly that. We've all been locked up. Yeah. What do you think we're going to... Look, are we going to pass this opportunity up? This is happening. Everyone's horny here. Everyone's horny. This is happening, people. Um, then... And there's a... This, there's, t- this film takes a turn. Yeah, because um, cause there's sort of uh, Lars half-heartedly defending Lisa. Obviously, she's... And to be fair, Numa Ray's doing some proper acting. So yeah, she's, she's about so, to get raped. She's you know, terrified. She's, you know, she's, she's crying, everything. And then... I knew this joke was coming. I, I liked what Lars says. Oh, I think you might enjoy that. I hope you enjoy this. I hope he's more than two pumps or whatever. Yeah. Because he's like proper getting to it. And then the joke is yeah. here. You can what's, tell it. What's he called? What's Dave called? Dave Horstick. Horstick. That's <laughs> it. Queer Dave, they call him at one point. Yeah. And Dave Horstick. Because they're not, he's not interested in Lisa. No. He's all for Lars. Yeah. He wants Lars. Um, Lars then obviously instantly starts freaking out. Petter says, I've written this down. Don't worry, or maybe you should worry a little bit, because this is going to feel like two bodybuilders shoving a fire hydrant up there. Yeah, because Roy's a big guy. <laughs> he's a big old meaty beef head of a guy. Nazi guy as well. He's covered in tattoos. That's Roy. Dave's pretty big as well. Oh, yeah. Sorry, that's Roy. But yeah, the, Roy's the one trying to hold him down. Yeah, yeah. Why Dave? Yeah. <laughs> they bend him over the pool table. Lars is screaming. He's fright. He's again, fighting. There's, he's fretting. There's, 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 he's, it's like again. It's proper 
snotty acting, isn't it? There's like yeah. stuff coming out of his face. <laughs> this isn't funny anymore. This is, again, it's it's just a totally different tone. You completely. It's, it's crossed from comedy to, fuck me, this is... Fuck me, this is horrible. Could be, and it's because of the acting that Numi replaced and I can't remember the guy Axel who plays Hensel, are doing. Because they are acting it yeah. like they're about to be raped. Yeah, which, which they are. Yeah, which is happening. But it's it's a totally and it's it's great acting, but it's totally a different tone from five minutes ago the, the, and five minutes before. That. Your two guys who are about to do the rape are also acting like they're about to do a rape. Yeah. This isn't funny anymore. This yeah. is like deadly serious. These people are about to get raped by Dave Horstick, and <laughs> <laughs> I was watching this like I'm quite uncomfortable with that because the guy who plays Lars, especially. He was screaming, he was kicking, he was yeah. fighting. It was really quite harsh. It was really not good. Yeah, he, he managed to like scramble away at one point. Yeah, but then they and get, then they get back, back and, and you're like... And, and, and I'm like, I think Pat says, look... Uh, don't stop fighting it. Trust me, it's easier if you just relax. This is going to happen. Yeah. And Dave and Lars is begging. He's This film's taken a turn at this yeah. point. This is not the comedy film we were watching two minutes ago. Um. Eventually, he does manages to get he manages to get away a little bit. P- Peter then pulls the gun on him, and holds it right up to his head, yeah. and pulls the trigger. But that gun's also empty. Yeah, he's just laughing at him. Yeah, he's just laughing at him. And then he's like, "Right." They're laughing at the misery they're putting this. Yeah. Through. And then they're like, "Right." Peter's like, "Right, you can kiss my feet instead." No, I, so yes, you're right. He yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. which Lars then does. He's he's, he's like he's, he's got his trousers trainers. around his knees. His ass is hanging out. Yeah, horse stick still behind. Still behind him. him. With his trousers down as well. Then he makes him say that he's a little shit because they're just bullying this yeah. guy now. They're, they're, and then he has to scream scream that out. Yeah. He screams that out loud. And then, and then after uh, all of that, yeah, they go to rape him again. Yeah, Peter's like, yeah, yeah it's still we're still going to do it, mate. And I'm like, fuck me, this is like it's, it's a long scene. It's, it's isn't a it? really long scene of a man screaming for his life. And then eventually Lisa stops it because even it's even too much for her. She wanted to kill only just because you could tell because when they first reveal what they want to do to Lars, yeah, she almost smirks. Yeah, she does. She's like, "You deserve this." (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. She wanted to kill him. She didn't care who's going to get raped. And it's only because we've been through this quite horrific sort of ordeal for I don't know five five minutes minutes of this film. She's right at the end. She decides to say. Yeah, whoa, whoa, hang on a minute. Yeah. Before you do that, I, I've got 125k in the bank. Yeah. I'll get that. Yeah. And you can have it. Just yeah. don't fuck my husband. <laughs> She's like, I've got a lot of money. It's yours. It's in the bank, so, so you'll have to take me there tomorrow. A no rape condition. Yeah. For either, for, for either of us. Yeah. You don't rape us over the next till the bank's open. <laughs> you can have this 125 kroner. 125,000 kroner. Do you know how much 125,000 kroner is? Nope. Ten thousand pounds. Okay, it's enough to not be raped, I guess, but not as much as it seemed like it was going to be. When she says, "I've got a lot of money," I was like expecting it to have a bit more than that. Peter agreed. Peter's the ringleader. He agrees. He's like, the "Okay." Are very disappointed. Yeah, absolutely. And Peter turns to Lars, and she went, and he says to her, "She just saved your ass, literally." Yeah. And then you go out of a scene like that, go out on a funny line. It's it's a really weird scene. It was a little bit too much for me. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I was like. I'm actually feeling for this guy that I don't like. Um, Lars is crying his eyes out at the end of this yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, He's absolutely. literally in bits. Cut away from that scene, and then we go back to this one being a comedy. Yeah, the, and the, the 
the three criminals are just chilling. Yeah, they're just Watching chilling. Watching TV, drinking some beers. It's night time. Lars yeah. and Lisa are still tied up downstairs in the basement. Roy's getting his ass sewn up by Dave. Oh, yeah, he's pulling a shot out of his Yeah, because he got shot in the bum yeah. cheeks earlier. So he's like kind of laying prone over Dave's legs and Dave's sewing his ass up. <laughs> what is this movie? I don't know. I really <laughs> don't. This is what we said. This is why we said to people, you need to watch this before we talk about it because it will not make any sense. Um, then they, they kind of... These three have escaped from prison together. They don't seem to know each other that well. I think they've been rolling together for a little while. I got the feeling Roy and Dave had. And yeah. Peter was like... No, Dave and Peter. Oh, I was thinking Roy and Dave. Oh, okay. I thought Peter, they'd just kind of got under his wing because okay. he was the leader. Because Roy says to Peter, how many people he have you killed? He says there's a lot of... I heard a lot of stories about you while we yeah, were inside. Yeah, while we are inside. Uh, he one, seems of like... them, one of them... Yeah, he says, how many people did you kill? Yeah. And, and Peter says, well, what have you heard? And Roy says, well, I heard you killed one of the gangs you were running with. Yeah. You killed them all. All of them. Yeah. Uh, um, and Peter doesn't deny it. No, he says... He they says, if people are useful... I'll keep them around. If they had, these guys had no value. Yeah. I didn't need them. Which makes Roy panic. And he's like, have I got value? Yeah. Because <laughs> he's like, he's terrified of Peter as well. Um, Lars and Lee, Lisa are downstairs. They have a bit of a chat about how they managed to get into this situation. They rem- do a little reminisce of yeah. when they might actually have liked each other. Yeah, because he's like, I thought we'd always be a team when we first met. She kind of apologises. She does. She does apologise. Yeah, she says she, it didn't mean anything. Yeah. She apologises to him for the affair. She's, but, uh, but Lars is still being a dickhead because he, yeah. he ignores her. Do you have to look around before you said that? No, that's when he caught I can't say dickhead. There's no. <laughs> nobody here. But he, just, he doesn't reciprocate. No, he doesn't say a word in this scene. Yeah. She's just talking and he's completely silent yeah. in this whole scene. Uh, because he, And it's the little things like that that made me feel a bit more towards her than him. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm much more towards her than him. Yeah. Much more. Um. All the while she's talking, he's eyeballing. There's a billiard table or a pool table down yeah. there. And he's eyeballing the balls in the pocket. And he manages to kick one out and it lands on the floor. Yeah. And then just as he does that, the, the scene cuts away. So we kind of get the idea that he's she's, about to... I think she's dropped off to sleep. Yeah, she's fell asleep, I think. Um, so he starts then making a commotion. He starts kicking off, yeah. kicking up a stink, which wakes Lisa up. And Lisa's like, what the fuck are you doing? They'll, they'll come down here. But he's knocking things over. He's yeah. screaming. He's shouting for them to come down. Um, so they send Roy down, Roy the great big Nazi blonde yep. dude. I send him down. Lars tells him I need the toilet. Yeah, he says I've got to do a shit. Yeah, so he's like, can't do that here. I need to, there's a toilet literally just there. You just untie me, follow me to the toilet. And he does, he cuts him free, takes him to the toilet. <laughs> then Roy's like, I know Peter's agreed to this no raping rule to Lisa, but can I just see your boobs while I jerk it a little bit, <laughs> is what he says. <laughs> and I'm like... He's okay, like, that's just creepy. That's she weird. doesn't say no. And then he's like, I'll clear it with Peter. Yeah, let me clear it with Peter first, just to make sure that I'll still get the money. <laughs> he's he's a bit dim, this guy. But again, it was like, it's so strange. Um, All this, all the while, Lars is in the toilet. Um, When he comes out of the toilet, he's only got one sock on. Yeah. And Roy notices this, looks down. And as he looks down, Lars cracks him over the head with a sock full of billiard balls. He does. And knocks him out, completely out. And this is, uh, again, uh, same. Reason reason why I felt Lars was just totally unsympathetic. He doesn't untie Lisa. No, he doesn't untie Lisa. Lisa's begging him to untie her, yeah. like, quietly. And he just, he walks past her, just walks up. upstairs, slowly. But Roy's knife happens to have fallen very close to Lisa. Yeah. So she manages to cut herself free and she follows him upstairs. 
Um, then he's completely disappeared. Yes. <laughs> I don't know where he's he gone. went. He's just disappeared. Um, so we stay with Lisa. And she managed, She does manage to sneak past the other two guys who are watching the TV. Yeah. And she manages to get out to a car, but she can't find any car keys. She can't. Because there's a few cars there. These guys have turned up. They haven't turned up in a car, but Lisa and Roy, uh, Lisa and Lars did turn up in a car. And Victor's car. car's still there. Uh, but she can't find the car key. So she <laughs> she goes back into the cottage to see if she can find the car key. Yeah, by this time, Peter and Dave have, le- have moved downstairs. They've yep. found Roy. Roy wakes up. He's... Yeah, so they're all in the basement. I've written, Roy's fine, possibly immortal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he's he's fine again. Shows no real ill effects to that headshot for the rest of the film. Um, so they decide to split up. They're like, right, Roy, you go one way. Me and Dave will go the other way. We need to find these guys. Um, I don't know where Lars is. He's just disappeared. Yeah, they send Roy down the driveway, don't they? And, yeah. and the other two stick together. Roy's yeah. batteries in his flashlight give out. Yeah. So he heads back to the cabin to, to get, some, to get more. some more batteries. And when he gets there, he finds Lisa in the kitchen. Yeah, she's who's just, just managed to find a key. I think it's the boat. The boat. Key. It is the boat yeah. keys that she finds. Uh, and the first thing he says to her is, "Right, deal's off." Yeah, I'm probably going to rape you now. Yeah, because <laughs> the money's not going to happen. Um, and but she's like, "Okay, let's do this. I'm interested." Yeah, she kind of stringing him on basically. Yeah, yeah. She's like buying herself some time. She's like, "Yeah, fine." Let's we, let's go run away together. She's I didn't want she? to say it in front of the other Yeah, guys. I didn't want to say it in front of the other guys. You're really hot. Blah, blah, blah. She's doing all this because she can see Lars sneaking up behind him. Just as Lars is about to knife Roy in the back of the head, he kicks a shotgun shell that's on the floor. Yeah. Disturbs Roy. Roy spins around and Lars slices him open across the chest. Yeah, right over his pecs. Right, yeah. He basically slices all the way his pecs along. open. So blood starts spurting out. They all have a fight now. Roy just beats the shit out of both, <laughs> both of, of them. Both of them, yeah. Um, I've written it's a comedy fight. They're basically throwing each other through tables. It is, but it's gory. But it's also really gory. It's, there's, there's blood People everywhere. People are flying. There's they, chokes. You know, she there's gets chokes. There's wrestling it. moves. There's yeah. all sorts going on. Roy can literally make these two guys fly across the kitchen. He's throwing... At one point, I think Lars he has gets both pummeled. over his Yeah, he does. Absolutely pummeled does. in the face. <laughs> he does. Um, and it ends... With a death. Yeah. We lose a character at this point. We. This is the third time we've had a wrestle over a gun, gun. in yeah. this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I found it less effective each time. So Lisa's unconscious on the floor. Lars and Roy are wrestling over a shotgun. Lisa then jumps on Roy's back. Yeah. Lars manages to point the shotgun at his head, pulls the trigger, blows Roy's head off. This shotgun disturbs Peter and Dave from whatever they were doing. Yeah. They and come they back into back the, the house. house. They find Roy's body, which very much upsets Dave. He yeah, starts crying. He does. Um, I feel like there was some sort of relationship going on there between Maybe. the two of them. They were, they were horny boys. Queer Dave was well up for a bit of Roy, I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> he says, what did Roy ever do to anyone? Yeah. This guy's tattoos are all swastikas, pretty <laughs> much. I think he's done quite a lot to a lot of people. Um, Lars and Lisa head upstairs. They're hiding in a cupboard. Yeah. In the same bedroom that they were in earlier. Uh, and Lars is fine, finally apologises for being a fuck-up. Yeah, put, I've written here, this is his turn to apologise now. Because he admits, this is all my fault. Yeah. If we hadn't have come here, we would never. this would never have happened. Um, they can hear Peter coming. They <laughs> they can hear Peter approaching. Yes. Um, he's got a knife. Lars says, look, I'm just going to jump at him. Yeah. You run. You run. I'll attack him. Yeah. You you get out of here. Get to the boat. He gives her the boat. Got, She's got, yeah. still got the boat keys. 
So they do. He dives out of the cupboard. He attacks Peter, lands on him. And something, Lisa runs off. Something causes more of the ceiling to collapse. It's a gun again. The, the gun goes off so again. It's a fourth okay. wrestle over a gun. Okay. So the gun I, hits the ceiling. More of the ceiling comes down. Yeah. And Peter's face gets covered in poo. Yeah, it's Roy's shit. Roy's from shit earlier. from earlier on. Chekhov's shit. The juvenile comedy's back. Yeah. We're back to juvenile comedy. Um, that lands on his face. Lisa, meanwhile... Which gives chance, Lars a chance to escape. Yeah, and Lisa absolutely cannonballs out the front door right <laughs> through Horstick Dave. Dave Horstick. Yeah. She, does, she literally takes him down. She runs straight into him. And Peter goes all fucking Jason on us. Jason Voorhees. Because he... <laughs> He just walks through the upstairs window and jumps out of the window. Yeah, uh, Through the glass, through the wood, everything. Again, Lars takes another absolute pummeling. <laughs> yeah, this basically lands on Lars. Just be yeah, I don't pancake. even know how he's still got a face. He basically lands on Lars and just beats the crap out of him. Uh, until Lisa manages to stick a spike through It's Peter, a rake. A rake through Le- Peter. But every, every point goes in. She buried this rake in his side. <laughs> Literally buried it in him. <laughs> he pulls it out. Like a fucking immortal god again. Yeah, I've written like, here. Who a, are these guys? It, and it's, his side is now just like a sprinkler. Yeah, his blood's pissing out from about eight different holes. Peter's done. Peter's like, I am done with you two guys. Yeah, I'm not messing around now. I, he's like, I've killed a lot of people in a lot of ways, but I've never put anybody's head in a lawnmower. Yeah. Hence the lawnmower from earlier. Um, so he powers up the lawnmower, turns it upside down, and he manages to grab Lars's head and he holds it right above the blades. Yeah of this lawnmower that's going around. But Lars is obviously fighting back. There's all sorts of shit going on. <laughs> Suddenly, a car appears. There's a honk. A honking horn. Lars twigs this. He manages to push Peter off him, straight into the path of this oncoming car, and the car runs him over, yeah. takes him down. And we get a cut back to six hours earlier. We do. Now this is, again, going back to the... We've gone from the sort of stupid slapstick comedy. This is now, I feel like, we're, the next five minutes, we're watching All at Sea again. Yeah. It's like old, old men. Old people. Old men saving the how day. How funny are old people? <laughs> um, I so did actually quite like the old neighbour. The, there's like an elderly next door neighbour of the cabin who yeah. is brilliant. Never mentioned before since. since. There's just nothing near this cabin, by the way. No. Apart this guy who just trundles past in his mobility scooter. He's got a tiny little mobility scooter come car type yeah. deal. I don't really know what it was. And he's trundling past the cabin and he notices some lights on. And this is earlier in the day, remember, yeah. before any, presumably before Lisa and Lars got there, but after the guys got there, Possibly. I assume. Um, so he goes home and he's a bit of a busybody, I think. It's the middle of the night. He calls Lars's dad, Mikhail, because he owns the cabin. And. He basically gives Lars's dad... It's like four in the morning, I yeah. think he says. He gives Lars's dad this whole life story. Yeah, it's like, oh, I was down to the pharmacy. It made me chuckle. It was it, very it, funny. It was like, I went down to the pharmacy because I didn't know if I had pills. So I thought I'd better get some more. And it turned out I had more pills. But I thought, well, I'll get them anyway. And it's open late. So what else am I going to do at this time? And it's just, it's just going on for ages. Yeah. And he's got a really wobbly face. Yeah. There's a lot of access very skin. jowly. He's very jowly. There's a lot like, of excess the, skin on his face. Why are you ringing me? What's going what on? What the fuck? Why are you ringing me at four in the morning? Then he says, well, there's lights on at your cabin, the door's open. Eventually he gets there, yeah. Yeah. Um, Mikhail's like, he hangs the phone up on him and he's like, oh, fucking kids. He's like, I'm yeah. done with Lars. I'm going to go. I'm going to have to go up there, blah, blah, blah. Something's going on in my cabin. Um, so he goes out to the nurse yeah. who's waiting out because he's in this retirement complex. 
Um, but he asks the nurse, tells the nurse he's leaving. The nurse is like, go back to bed, yeah, you silly senile old man. You're not leaving here. So he manages, he knocks the nurse out with his crutch. He does, yeah. And he steals his car keys. Or it wasn't a car. It was a homo-mobile. <laughs> That's what he described it as. Yeah, um, he that. steals his homo-mobile. Because it's an electric car. Because it's an electric car, yeah. Which he doesn't realise. Then there's a whole montage of him trying to get to this cabin. Yeah. Um, he even, he runs out of electric electricity at one point yes and he goes to a gas station can't obviously fill it up with petrol so he ends up having to plug it in there's a whole there's a whole comedy scene of the a silly old man not knowing how to drive an electric car um, but eventually we come back up to where we are yeah modern day i guess uh, and he runs petter over he runs petter over gets out of the car grabs a gun manages to blow dave a hole in dave's knee yes oh yeah that was pretty grisly as it well. really was um before peter manages to stab him um, yeah they have a they have a scuffle. Um, the scuffle ends with uh, Mikel bites Peter at the end of Peter's <laughs> he nose. He does, off. yeah. But he bites the end of his nose. This man's on in his seventies. He must be probably yeah. even more. Yeah. Um, and eventually they're fighting, and Peter just drops him on this upturned lawnmower that's still going. Yeah, still much chest first. first. Yeah. So his whole chest gets ripped open by the lawnmower blades, and that's the end of that fight. Um. In all of this kerfuffle, Lars and Lisa have managed managed to drive off in the homo mobile. No attempt to rescue his dad. No, fuck his dad. He's not interested. He's getting out of yeah. there. Um, Peter, though, manages to shoot at the car and they crash it into a tree. Um, literally just down the road. So Lars says to Lisa, get to the boat. Because this is all he wants her to do for some reason. Um, which she does. She runs off. She leaves Lars. Gets back to... And she, he's like, I'm going back. I'm going to... Yep finish this off so she goes to the boat the boat won't start obviously meanwhile dave's trying dave's in the lounge of the cabin trying to fix his leg up yeah he's trying to bandage he's his got knee the up. first take kit out fixed it all out um there's a really really horrible scene now because dave manages to bandage his leg up strap it all up and he puts it up on the table and he's like yeah raising his foot he's like oh no more pain and then mysteriously lars just appears to be standing next to him he does yeah i don't know where he came from and he just raises his foot up and stamps down on yeah, Dave's knee, bending knee it backwards. Bands, breaks the wrong way. Breaks the wrong way. And I'm like, wow, that was pretty gruesome. Uh, but it's also revealed at this point that Mikhail isn't dead. That yes, he's also a somehow. superhero. He's uh, he survived this running with this lawnmower. And he's kind of slowly crawling across the lawn. Lisa, there's a shitload going on at this point of this yeah. film, by the way. It's, it's constant. It's, it is it's insane. It's insane. It's just so much in your face. Um, Lisa manages to get to the boathouse. She is being followed by Peter. He confronts her inside this boathouse. He just smacks her up, knocks her out. Knocks her out again. She manages to throw a bucket of fishing lures at yep. him and they all stick in his face. They so do. for the rest of this film now, he looks like a pirate. because He's got like everything pierced on his face. Um, Peter still wants the money. Um, he's like, take me on your boat to this bank. Yep. I want this money. Um, Lars is still pissing about with Dave. Dave's screaming for his leg. Lars has got a shotgun to his head now. And he's like, oh, I'm not going to shoot you in the head. No. So he drags the shotgun down his body, points it at his Dave's horse Dick's dick, and <laughs> shoots him in the dick. Yeah, he does. Basically, yeah. shoots his dick off. We never see Dave again. We don't see Dave again. That is the end of Horse Dick Dave. Uh, Mikhail crawls his way to his hammock. Yeah. So Mikhail had this house built. Yeah. Ooh, sirens. Mikhail had this house built when he was younger and he, he says at the beginning of the film that he had it built the wrong way around. 
because most people have a cabin over a lake built so you can watch the sunset. But he's always much preferred to watch the sunrise. That's right. So he ha- that's why the house faces the way it does. So he lies in his hammock and he watches the sunrise from his hammock. Um, Lars comes out to have his last final scene with his dad. His dad tells him that he's proud of him for all this murdering that he's been doing the last couple of hours. Yeah. Um, and he dies whilst watching the sun come up in this yeah. hammock. That's the end of Mikhail. As Mikhail dies, they, uh, Lars hears the boat start revving up. Yep. They're off. They're off. Peter and... Lisa are leaving on the boat. So Lars becomes a superhero again. Yeah, all action hero now. All action heroes. There just happens to be the rope. They didn't pull the rope into the boat. It's hanging out on the dock. Yep. He grabs a rope. And He's he... like foot water skis behind the boat. <laughs> behind the boat and also swims and pulls towards the up. boat while yeah. still also pulling him. I'm pretty sure that's impossible. But he manages to get onto the boat from doing this. Yeah. And we have a three-way fight. And we have a three-way fight again. There's a lot more fighting going on. Um, the fight goes on. There's a, again, there's a lot of fighting. Lisa eventually sprays La, uh, Peter with the fire extinguisher yeah. from the boat, which slows him down. Then <laughs> There's a really... This is, this made me laugh again. She she gets a flare gun. She will always say a fight on the boat you will do. always end in a yeah, flare gun does. fight. It does. Um, so she's pointing this flare gun at his head, shoots the flare gun. He just moves out of the way and his shoot flies straight past yeah. him. And he's like... He just like shrugs. What, what the fuck? Um, but then Lars grabs him from behind, grabs his arm. How is Lars this strong after everything he's been through? Because he's a Superman. <laughs> but they all are superheroes. He grabs Peter's arm, pushes Peter's arm into the water, and he gets it tangled up in the propeller. Yeah. The propeller of the boat, which is still working because the boat's still moving, <laughs> whilst his arm's being ripped off by it. Um, he comes back up and he's got an arm off. He has. Peter's missing an arm. Um, it's a fleshy stump. He's still still fighting though. He's still uh, still holding on. But then Lisa manages Peter's, to Peter's choking Lars, Lars with his one point. hand. Yeah, Lars then uh, Pete, Lisa then finds the bag of rocks that Lars yeah. found er, that put on the boat earlier on. She manages to get them around his neck, and he gets all tangled up in the rope and the bag of rocks, and she throws him overboard. So Peter heads to the bottom of the lake. He sinks. He sinks because of all these rocks and this b- rope that he's tangled up in. Um, but unfortunately, Lars also is tangled up in this rope. Yeah, his foot's in the other end of the rope. Yeah, so as Peter sinks, Lars gets pulled over as well. He's going under. Lisa manages to grab him. Yeah. And hold up the weight of two men underwater. And a bag of rocks. And a bag of rocks. Um, and gravity. Yes. <laughs> so she's kind of saving Lars's life at this point. But you like, can do s- I let him go? In her eyes, you can see her thinking, this is my opportunity to kill this guy. Yeah. This is what I've come here for. Do I want to be doing this still? And she actually decides to save him. Yeah. So she pulls him up onto this boat because she's Remarkable also superwoman. Strength. Remarkable strength. Manages to untie his um, foot from the rope. Saves his life. Saves the life of the man he, she was going to kill. They, they sort of collapse in the back of the boat. They, they do. We cut away to a little bit a little bit later on. They're kind of regrouping, sitting on the deck outside the house because they're the only two people still alive. Lars says the police are an hour and a half away. Yep. Um, and she says to him, you know, earlier in the basement, how did you smuggle those billiard balls into the toilet? Yeah. And he kind of just looks at her and we know that he had put them all up his ass. Yeah. So that's funny. <laughs> um, and then she, he says, look, what was the point? We're still, we're fucked. still fucked. <laughs> yeah. We've still got no money. Yeah. You were right. You know, in a couple of months, we're done. Yeah. And then you suddenly see Lisa has an idea. 
she says, well, at least we're alive. Yep. And then a, something twinkles in her eye yeah. and she can see she's had a thought. Something's going on. And then randomly the film cuts to cuts to three hours and 15 minutes later. Yeah. <laughs> Very accurate. I like it. Um, there's police everywhere. Yeah, it's a full-on crime scene. Full-on crime scene. Flashing lights everywhere. There's also news crews everywhere. Yeah. There's people everywhere. And they're both being interviewed on TV. Yep. And, and they, are, they are acting. They're both acting. They're both very much telling their story, flying their arms around, to giving the full works to what's going on. And it's made them famous. We get a montage now of them becoming more and more famous. They're doing the chat show circuit. We even get like the old... Well, they don't spin... But they may as well be spinning, spinning newspaper headlines. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like bidding war for script rights. Yeah. Um, record breaking movie deal. Yeah. It's all kicking. For horror couple. This is all intertwined with them being on different chat, all glammed up on different chat shows with different chat show hosts. Um, it's going to be a film. It's been sold for millions to Hollywood is one of the headlines. Yeah. And then the last scene of the film very much mirrors the first scene of the film. We are making a film. Um, we're in the basement again. We're doing the rape scene. We're doing the rape scene again, because that's what we need. We're three different. P- Lisa's in the scene. Yeah. Lars she's is. She's playing herself. She's playing herself. Lars is being played by somebody else. Peter, Roy, and Dave are all being played by other people, and Lars is directing. Yeah. And that is where this film ends. Yeah. <laughs> this film is a fucking trip. Oh man. <laughs> what did you think, Nick? Oh, it's, it's crazy. I, I I really liked some of it, but but. <laughs> But I didn't like all of it. I uh, yeah, I'd agree with that. It's it's um, I'm gonna say it straight away. It reminded me so much of all my friends are dead. Yeah, from a couple of seasons ago. Yeah, and to cut to the chase, I liked that better. That's a better film. It's, it's this a- is so it's this the DNA of this is so similar. Yeah, it is just. Quiet, quiet, tick, tick, tick. You know something is going to happen, and when it goes, then it goes. And, and it and fucking it, goes. It's so similar, uh, but I couldn't fucking stand Lars. No, same. Honestly. I just couldn't get on board with him at all. I kind of wish you'd have dropped him. <laughs> yeah, same. Off the boat. Yeah. Really unlikable character. Really unlikable. Uh, look, some of the action scenes were great. The fight scenes were great. Some of the comedy's great. Yeah, the gore. You know, why wasn't it like that all the way through? Yeah. I. I yeah. I I really... All I thought about for this film all day today is that rape scene. <laughs> because it's horrible. There's no two ways about it. It's, I'm like, it's I'm, completely different tonally to the rest yeah, of the Yeah, and it's weird I'm criticising it because everyone in it does a great job. Yeah. The, the criminals are actually really threatening because up until then they'd been quite comedy. comedy and and they, they are and after. they are after. But they're really threatening. They're, they're great. And... and, and uh, Lars and Lisa are also like they're terrified they're doing proper acting yeah and absolutely it's just like you really believe that they would have destroyed that guy yeah, <laughs> they would they yeah. would have literally ripped him a new one and it was a really tough watch I thought that scene was and it's completely out of place in this film and it really took me out of it yeah I don't think I enjoyed it after that point it's a, it's difficult to then go for to switch back to Literally gory, the, but light-hearted Literally comedy. two scenes later, yeah. some poo falls on Peter's head. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it, it, you've taken me on, that's one extreme to the other in sure. the world of film. And I don't think you've really earned that. No, I don't think, I don't think they did. That rape scene's a really good, it's a really good scene. It's a really well-acted scene. It's really well-written. You really do feel for them, but it is not part of this film. I, I will say, 
how amazing Numi Rapace is in this. Yeah, 100%. She's brilliant. She's by far the best thing in it. Yeah. By she's far. She's great in this. Yeah. She's, she's, when she's a bit, she's great. When she's terrified in that scene, she's yeah. great. She's great at the comedy. Yeah. I, I thought she was outstanding. Agreed. I can't say that about anybody else in it. <laughs> the, the, the guy who played Peter was all right. I think how those guys went from comedy to threatening, but then it's again, it's, it's like I say again, it's flipping them back to that. Yeah. You're like, oh, it's not the same. No. I, I, I cannot tell you how harrowing that scene is. But I, I would say to I would say to a lot of people, go and watch this film. Yeah. It has to be seen to be believed. To be honest. Yeah. It's 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 fucking it's it's out there. Yeah, it really is. It's batshit crazy. Yeah. It, it's absolutely insane. And overall, I did. I'm, I'm glad I watched it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm it glad I've seen it. Not what I was expecting. No, it really it's wasn't a, what I was it's expecting. It's an absolute ride, this movie. It really is. It reminded me a lot of, what was the film last season or the season before with Bill Skarsgård in that one? Villains. Villains. It's, it's, it's like, a very similar it's, tone to it's that. It's that on drugs. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's that, yeah. but dialed up to 11. Yeah. But but it, it remi- honestly, it's, it's so, so much. All My Friends Are Dead yeah. is a great comparison it's because it is reminded me very so similar much to that. that. Because again, it's the the gore, the violence is there. But that had that was more of an ensemble ensemble cast that cast. Uh, I don't know what happened to my voice, <laughs> now, which is you're not supposed to like everyone, but it does have something yeah. there that you can root for. Yeah, yeah. I didn't root for anyone. I wasn't really rooting for anyone in this. No. And I think that's why I didn't quite connect with it. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I'd agree with that. But I considered Myra and say, you know this bit was good, this bit was good, that was well acted, this was well choreographed, it was really well put together. I think you said it quite well before we started recording, you were like, I've, I feel like I enjoyed this film but I've seen it done better. Yeah. And I think that's the best the best yeah. way I can describe it because All My Friends Are Dead Are Better, Outlaws Is Better. The, there are films like this, Tucker and Dale versus Evil is a great comparison to yes. it as well. That's a great film that, it's this film but done better. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's a good film. But there are better examples of this genre of film out there. Yeah, I think so. I think that's a good place to yeah. leave that. I'm happy. What's the best thing about it? New me pace. 100%. But you, there's not even any argument on that. She's by far the best thing about it. Yeah. What would you change about it? It's a really interesting question. Do you know one thing we haven't mentioned? Yeah. I, I think you could trim it. It is too long. 100%. It's nearly two hours long. Yeah. Make it a little bit tighter in the middle. I think so. I d- can we lose the rape scene does the film lose anything with losing it make them imply it and not necessarily do does it, it have, oh, does it have to be I don't know I'm mixed on that because it is it's, it is really good acting the The joke on it the but joke the, of that it's scene not is worth the, jo- the, the, the payoff, payoff not is not worth it the, the joke is we're going to rape this woman oh no we're going to go for the guy because that's funnier but then to actually that's that's fine because it's a joke. It's fine. It's not. It's in poor taste, maybe. To, to then but then to actually follow it up, eight minutes, six, eight six minutes of, of harrowing, scream, screaming. She, this guy's screaming for his until life until she goes. Oh, I've got this money. Yeah. yeah, I think that you can imply you're going to do it. Make that joke. Maybe make a few more jokes and then stop. But she stops it with the money. I don't think this film loses anything by not having that scene in there. Or, to, or to, it actually probably gains something because you. Yeah. If I just took that to scene get out, the whole film. Yeah, that's I did as well. Problem. So if you take that scene out of it, the whole film's just a comedy. It lurches between different styles of comedy. Yeah, potentially. But 
it maybe would flow a little bit better as a comedy. I think you've got to do something to make Lars more sympathetic. Yes, yeah. Because all those little things we talked Considering... about, he doesn't untie. It's not enough for him right at the end to go, oh, I apologise, I realise I am an idiot. Soon he spends too eight... little, too late. Soon he spends eight minutes begging for his life and yeah. not being raped, you still don't really feel for him. Yeah. So it tells you how much this character is not likeable. But I think if I was going to change it, I would at least change that scene, if not take it out altogether. Yeah, I think that's fair. Cool. You want to talk stream table? Yeah, I do. It's going to be an interesting one, this one. Do you want uh, me to, yeah, sure. Want me to run through? So currently we have 10 films in the stream table. Currently at number 10 is Set Up. Uh, number 9 is Eight Remains. 8 is Target. 7 is Comes a Bright Day. 6 is The Land of Steady Habits. 5 is The Parts You Lose. 4 is All at Sea. 3 is Body Cam. 2 is Pentagram. And one is the summit of the gods. Where's this going there? I think this is fairly straightforward. Okay. Uh, I think it's the second best film we've seen. Oh. <laughs> okay. I think when when all is said and done, it has got loads of problems, but I think it's second. It's not. It doesn't get close to summit of the gods for me. No, it is. It isn't. Sam is not going to keep his winning streak of wildcarding. Yeah. World card winning up this season. But I think all in all, it's it's the second best film we've seen. I have my issues with it. Um, I don't have a good relationship with comedy, as we know. But it's difficult to argue that. I'm not yeah, gonna lie, I, it's it's tough. I have a lot of I have a lot of fond memories of Pentagram, but I think you're right. I think just the, the acting alone. The acting alone wins it doesn't yeah. it yeah this you know it's be- we haven't really mentioned we've mentioned a couple of times that the scenery is beautiful but it is really well shot yeah it is it's it's a proper uh, film yeah it's it, it's not a 6.9 it's not a 6.9 going back right circling right back around it's not start. a 6.9 um but i think on balance yeah it's hard it to probably argue. sit second it's, considering all i've done for the last half an hour is abuse it that shows you the strength of this stream table that we've got is that i think you're right i think it is I think he does have to go second. Yeah. Um, unlucky for Sam Mulholland is not keeping his wildcard winning streak up this season. It's over, Sam. Game over. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's still a few more wildcards. Still cards a few more to go, yeah. yeah. The, the top of the stream is wide open. Yeah. The, the Summit of the Gods is a great film, but it's entirely beatable. I think so. I, I genuinely do. We've got, what, 14 films left in this season? Yeah. Plenty of time. Bring it on. Bring it on. So second. Yeah. Cool. Good for them. Well, that just leaves us one more thing to do. I don't know where my phone is. <laughs> we need to pick next week's film. Let's do it. What are you after? Uh, I would like... I'm pretty sure there's not any of these on the list. I don't know, actually. There might be. The list is pretty big. Oh, no, a musical. A musical? Yeah, no, a musical for ages. <laughs> We've only ever done two? Two or three? Two? Three? Three? <laughs> two or three. Is Arlo the Alligator Boy a musical? I would have said so. Yeah, three, then. <laughs> Uh, okay, do you want me to press the button? Please do. It has picked a film called Hard Times. Okay. Any ideas? No, sounds fairly <laughs> generic from, from just the title alone. The um, the title on the poster doesn't say Hard Times, so that's always fun when that happens, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Amazing how often we see that. The title on the poster says Holy Water, an arousing comedy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, it's from 2009. Okay. Um, for some reason it's called Holy Water on its poster, but... IMDb and Netflix both have it as hard times. Do you want a synopsis? Yes, please. It's a comedy crime. 
it's a 15 runs for an hour and a half it's irish um the village of kilcollins leap was once a thriving spa town home to a famous holy well but now offers little employment for its people and its de- decline seems inevitable when local postie Podger Bynes comes up with a plan to hijack a consignment of Viagra and sell it on the open market in Amsterdam, his friends are desperate enough to try it. Not counting on the muscular response of Viagra's makers, the boys panic and hide the lorry load of Viagra down the town's holy well. Okay. Oh, I don't know <laughs> what life is anymore. Sounds just as crazy as this week's. Lots um, of men getting aroused Yeah. in this film. Fine. It's an um, Irish comedy from 2009. I feel like we've uh, we've not been to Ireland for a while. We haven't. We usually do well in Ireland. Uh, from our early days, we went a few times. So we did. Um, yeah, cool. I'm. I'm Why I'm not? Well up for it. <laughs> Will you be? <laughs> so yeah, go out and watch Hard Times, and in the meantime, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd at bots underscore podcast. Uh, if you want to drop us an email, you can do that at bottom of the stream at gmail.com. And if you want to check out our website, our website is bottomofthestream.com. On the website, you will find every episode we've ever recorded. You'll find all seven stream tables. You'll find loads of other cool stuff. And you can even get some merch if you want to buy a bottom of the stream. I thought you were going to cough. I wasn't. I was going to burp. <laughs> uh, tea towel. Tea towel. Why not? I think you can actually get a bottom yeah, I think of the stream you actually can. <laughs> uh, yeah, do all that. And then check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash bottom of the stream. On there for a couple of quid every month, you will get early access to episodes. You will get bonus episodes. Nick writes a newsletter every month. And if you come in at the top level, you'll get a wild card, which means you can do what Sam's just done. Pick the film that we watch and we will see if you can win the wild card race. You sure can. If you can spare a few minutes, please leave us a review or rating anywhere you can review or rate podcasts. That could be Podbean, Podchaser, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, Pandora, absolutely anywhere because we're at all of those places. It really helps spread the word and get more listeners to our little show. It does indeed. Nick's really hungry and he wants to go because he cut me off before I mentioned Discord. <laughs> if you want to check us out on Discord, the Discord link is in the show notes on there. We have loads of fun chats. We have watch-alongs. We play games. All sorts of fun stuff goes on. Yeah. All I would say on the Discord, do come, do join. It's a great time. We were going to have a watch-along. Yeah. Which we've had to postpone. We have had to postpone. And there's a very cool and special reason why yep and that's all i'm gonna leave you with yeah that's a teaser we can't really reveal the reason why but you will find out very soon yeah we got some- everybody will find out soon not just the people in the yeah. discord everybody will find out very soon we've got some cool stuff coming we have got something cool coming for you hopefully fingers crossed so yeah do all of that then we'll be back on monday for the wave next thursday for the movie show on hard times yes. it's called and then we might be back at some point at some other point as well who knows <laughs> we'll see so yeah do all of that go and watch hard times and we'll be back next week cheers bye, bye.